Hey, I'm Tyler with the Sports Stop. You're here to listen to me talk about sports, right? Okay, let's talk. Let's get right into it. Monday night, Raiders and Chiefs game at Arrowhead Stadium. This was, you know, one of the better division games and games in general we've seen this year. So, I have a couple topics I want to talk about within the Chiefs and Raiders game last night. Um, This was a pretty even matchup if you didn't get to see the game. Um, It looked for a moment that the Raiders had the Chiefs in the first half where the Chiefs were down 14-0 or 0-14. And they really rallied at halftime or just about, you know, late in the second quarter to cut the lead down to 10. And... I think that was a big momentum shift coming into the locker room at halftime. Obviously, the Chiefs have the better, you know, the better quarterback, the better coach. So they made those halftime adjustments and it really stuck with them in the third quarter because just like the NBA and in most sports in general, coming, coming out of the locker at halftime, that's when you really see where a coach is made of. And like you saw last night, the Chiefs scored 14 unanswered points in the third quarter to be up on the Raiders 24-20. to And that was a huge momentum shifter thanks to Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes just being as good as they are. And their top three at their respected you know, positions, Andy Reid as a top three head coach and Mahomes as a top three quarterback. So I think, you know, when you have a great coach, the third quarter is where you see the coach's adjustments and you see how they play. And they're just like the Golden State Warriors. What do the Warriors do the best in the league year in and year out for the last seven, eight years since Steve Kerr has been there? They're the best third quarter team. By far in the league. And you saw that last night. Now the Chiefs may not be the best. But any given Sunday. That exact thing is going to happen. So I think that was a huge momentum shift. And I want to touch on the Raiders first. um, And specifically Derek Carr first. Just for the fact that Mahomes is getting all the praise right now. Because... He threw four touchdowns, no picks. He had a great game. And Mahomes, you know, was rushing out of the pocket, doing some nice, you know, Mahomes-type plays, you know, throwing backhand passes and sidearms and all that. Derek Carr also had a good game. Derek Carr may have not had four touchdowns, but Derek Carr had a nice clean game, two touchdowns, no picks, and he had a pretty good passer rating and completion percentage. So I think... This was more of a fireworks show, which it seems like the last, you know, four years with this Raiders and Chiefs matchup, it's been, you know, fireworks shows. So I think even though Mahomes is getting, you know, a lot of the quarterback praise for this game, I think Derek Carr once again is flying under the radar for having a good solid game. Another thing I want to touch on is Josh Jacobs having a phenomenal game also, rushing for 154 yards. 
He ran for 154 yards on 21 attempts, averaging 7.3 yards per carry. That's insane. And I'm looking at, you know, the rushing. No one else had more than one carry. Derek Hard won. Their backup running back had one. And no one else really got anything going. It was basically Josh Jacobs running this offense and Devontae Adams catching two huge passes. And Devontae had a great game. He had three receptions, 124 yards for two touchdowns. Devontae had a great game. Um, Obviously, Darren Waller did not play. So that was not great. But the Raiders still have enough offensive pieces, even without Derek Carr, to be one of the most explosive offenses week in and week out, even without Darren Waller. Because you look, they have Devontae Adams, they have Hunter Renfro, and they have Josh Jacobs, who had over 200 yards of scrimmage yesterday. 154 yards on the ground, 39 yards in the passing game. So, I think even though Derek Carr isn't getting the praise and they lost once again, they dropped 1-4, to four, I think the Raiders are still one of the better teams in the league, even though they're 1-4 and four and they have one of the worst records, if not the worst record. So, I think record doesn't say everything about a team. Um, I think this is just another year for the Raiders where they're just losing all these close games. I think there's always, you know, two to three teams a year that, you know, just has a bad year and loses all these close one possession games. Um, like for example, last year was the Vikings. The Vikings lost, what was it? Half of their games by one possession. So... I think the Raiders are on the other side of this where they've lost four out of five one-possession games. So it's it's a tale of two stories with the Raiders. Their only win was against Denver, who I'm not going to touch on Denver right now, um, but that was more than one-possession win. That was a nine-point win. Um, but I think the Raiders are better than what teams, you know, what it says on paper in the standings. Um, I think if the Raiders and, you know, the Cowboys or the Giants or, you know, Green Bay played, I think the Raiders would beat all those teams. I really do. I think if they played Minnesota, they'd probably lose, but I think Minnesota is a really good team. So it's a tale of two stories with the Raiders on paper and in the standings, they, they look awful, but Watching that team, they have the pieces to be really good. They just they can't seem to put it together, specifically on defense. And I want to touch on the Raiders and Chiefs defense last night. Both teams have, at best, average defenses. Um, the Chiefs, I think their recipe is, you know, a good, efficient offense and a defense that doesn't allow the big explosive play. I think with, you know, the Chiefs being such a good offensive team and the Raiders being such a good offensive team, 
if they just had middle-of-the-pack defenses, they could be both really good teams. I think these two, these two teams are sort of similar because of the offenses and how explosive they can be. But I do think the Chiefs have a better defense than the Raiders. And that's why I think the Chiefs are the better team. I also think the Chiefs have the better quarterback and the better coach. So, in my eyes, I see the Chiefs as a better version of the Raiders. They have the better coach and the more proven head coach. They have the better quarterback. They have the better defense. And the Raiders do have a slightly better offense. But defense goes far in this game. Defense does. Even though the offense is so heavy in the NFL nowadays, defense still matters. You saw it with the Detroit Lions. The Lions, before playing the Patriots this week, they were the number one offense in the league, but the worst, yes, I said the worst defense. And they were like one in three. So defense matters just as much as offense. I think it's, you know... 50% offense, 40% defense, and 10% special teams. I think special teams still matters. But another point I do want to talk is the NFL really swinging so far left with the pass, or sorry, the roughing the passer calls this last week. I think the NFL really got so much pushback and so much flack from the Tua injury and that whole situation on Thursday Night Football against the Bengals that you saw the NFL swung so far left protecting the quarterback right now that they're literally costing teams games because of referees calling roughing the passer calls when they're not roughing the passer. They're textbook sack plays. You saw it with Tampa and the Falcons. The Falcons got absolutely screwed out of that game. Absolutely screwed with that sack on Tom Brady late in the fourth quarter. They got absolutely screwed. And you saw it last night, a just as egregious call with Chris Jones sacking Derek Carr and getting another roughing the passer call. It was unbelievable. And I think the NFL got so much flack and so much pushback from the two injury, they swung so far left. Now they're trying to baby the quarterbacks and giving them roughing the passer calls when that is just not the case. I watched both roughing the passer calls. I watched the, we're going to talk about the Chris Jones one right now since it's the Raiders game. Chris Jones, he did do a textbook sack, and he fell on Derek Carr. But the way that Chris Jones sacked Derek Carr is exactly how he should be sacked, and it was blowing up all over social media with people saying, look, this was a textbook sack. What is Chris Jones supposed to do? Is he supposed to, you know, somehow midway falling down, not fall on Derek Carr? If you're, for example, if you're running and you're starting to stumble 
and you're going to fall, how are you supposed to keep going if you already lost your momentum? It's like, you know, you see in these movies where someone's going across a cliff on a tightrope and they're swinging so far left and they're leaning so far left. The momentum's already in that way. If you're on a tightrope and you're walking it and you're your body's already like midway falling to the left, you're going left. And that's exactly what happened with Chris Jones. And you got to add into the fact, this man is running full speed at Derek Carr, trying to sack the quarterback. What is he supposed to do? Because it's not like Chris Jones is tackling a statue. Derek Carr could have moved left or right. So... I think it's just egregious. The NFL needs to, you know, adjust back to a more middle ground. And I think that was really egregious. And I think that is what the NFL needed last night on a primetime game for them to be like, okay, we're going too far left now. And... I'm not saying the NFL is, you know, not safe and they're not protecting the players. They're protecting the players more than ever, by far, more than ever. But at the end of the day, it's still football. It's still a physical sport. So you're going to still have these brutal injuries no matter what. Unless you go to two-hand touch football and there's no tackling involved, you're going to have brutal injuries no matter what. The best thing the NFL can do is limit these injuries. They're going to still have them as long as there's tackling involved. But the NFL's goal should be to limit the injuries, not completely take away tackling. And that's just my thought. So, you know, kind of recapping the game, I think the Chiefs continue to look like one of the best teams in the league. And I think the Raiders are a way better team than their record says. I think the Raiders are, you know, two and three. They could potentially be a four and one team. There's a possibility that the Raiders are four and one if, you know, a couple plays swing their way. If five or six plays swung the Raiders' way, they could be a four and one team. So I think these are two really good teams who battled it out last night. And if you didn't watch the game, it was a very good game. So that's just my takeaway from the Monday night, you know, primetime game. Obviously, I'm going to touch on the Thursday night game, which is another atrocious Thursday game with the Commanders and Bears. But of course, I'll still touch on that just like every week. So like I said, I appreciate you listening. And I hope you guys have a great week. Peace.